You're listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast, and I'm your host, Jess Conklin. In most of our episodes, we'll have a guest, a woman who is running on mission right where she's at. We pray this podcast leaves you encouraged and spurred on to go and tell the good news. Hey friends, we have an incredible episode for you today. We are in our motherhood and mission week of the podcast, and today we have my friend and one of the wisest women I may have ever met in my life, Pastor Cheryl Luke. She's going to talk to us about spiritual mothering. She's going to talk about God as mother. She's going to talk about pastoring and mothering and what to do when we don't feel equipped or fit for what God has called us to. You're going to love this episode. Enjoy. Friends, welcome, welcome, welcome. This week on the Go and Tell Gals podcast, we are talking about motherhood as mission, all different versions of motherhood, and what it looks like to walk in our motherhood as a mission and what it looks like to walk on mission as we're being mothers. And if you are a fan of the Go and Tell Gals podcast at all, you know that I am a big fan of Pastor Cheryl Luke. She's been on the podcast before and she's had an incredible impact not only in my life, but in so, so, so many countless women's lives and on just the shape of the church right now. And I'm so grateful. Cheryl, thank you for joining us. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Man, I love you. I love any morning I get to talk to you. <laughs> but we are specifically talking on Easter Monday, <laughs> which, <laughs> I mean, you as a long-standing church gal know is an exhausting day. You just kind of yes. wake up and you're going with it. That's right. Yeah. It's what we do. It's what we do. It's what we do. I'd love to hear first and foremost about your life as a mother, as a spiritual mother, as an aunt, as all the things. What does it look like? How did you get there? How has it been? Everything you want to share with us. First of all, I am not a biological mother. I don't have any children of my own. It's something that I never ever thought would be my story, but it, it just happens to be my story. But the beautiful thing is God has given me the ability and the opportunity, I guess is a better word, to be what I would call another mother mm-hmm. to a lot of women and men in my community, actually around the country. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I hold very dear to my heart now that I'm an older woman And I love having the opportunity to speak into the lives of men and women who look at me as as another mother. Some have great parents. Some, their mothers were either there or, you know, not as nurturing. But to be able to speak into the lives of men and women around the country, it's, it's been a blessing to me. It's something that I feel God has gifted me as a female who has no children of her own. I have a nephew who I love dearly. I had the opportunity to speak into his life, most of his life. And he's a a man with children now and being able to watch him raise my great nieces and great nephews has been another blessing. And they live just a mile from us. So having them around is, it's, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to pause right even there. And I want to talk about something that I've never, I I think this idea of talking more and sharing more about spiritual mothering is really helpful. 
and I'm really grateful that people are talking about it more because it's, it is such an incredible opportunity for so many of us. But I feel like where we go to in our heads when we think of this is we think about women discipling, mentoring, mothering other women. And we have a generation of men, men in ministry, men of the Mm -hmm. faith who, who maybe are not receiving some of that same love and compassion and nurturing and guidance and leadership of women. And so again, up close, I've seen your direct impact on men in ministry and how you've been able to mother them and spiritually mother them. Do you see other women doing that? Do you see a void there or is is maybe that just my perspective? I definitely think there is a void for sure. Again, I'm in a community where I do see it happening in a, in a very beautiful way. Yeah. You know, my sister is in the ministry as well. And I've got friends who attend the same church that I attend who speak into the lives of, of men around them. And these men come and seek us out. Yeah. And so it's, it's really a beautiful thing. Is there a void? Absolutely. And I don't think that we've been taught to mother in the church, but it's, it's something that comes natural because it's who we are. And I believe that we're afraid to step into that as women on the whole, because we're not really sure how we're going to be received. Yeah. We're not sure if we have what it takes. We're not sure if, you know, the younger generation is going to listen to us, but I honestly believe it's a, it's a position and a station that God has given all women to operate in and to walk in with confidence. Did someone call it out of you? Did someone say, like, now's the time? Or do you feel like it was the spirit? Do you feel like it was just situation? I was born into a family who I believe is gifted relationally. Mm -hmm. And my mother, everybody called her Mama Luke. Mm -hmm. Everyone called her Mama Luke. And so she had this way of connecting with people from every walk of life in a powerful way. I would, I have to say it was nothing more than the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. but I got to witness her mothering and nurturing and leading and loving and correcting and doing all the things that a mother would do. I got to watch it firsthand. Yeah. And so I believe I just stepped into it. I don't think I was called out of me. I just believe I was born in into it. It's, it's my legacy. That's good. Okay. I I even want to touch on something there on, on your mom being called mama Luke. I have a good friend who my sister and I are mutual friends with. And one day my sister captured the truth that she calls everyone mama. She -hmm. calls 16 year old girls mama. And and she kind of said like, she's speaking that into being, this is who they are and how it's such a title of honor. And I just yesterday, I was at an Easter brunch and I hugged one of my 20 something year old friends who, you know, isn't married, doesn't have kids. And I called her mama. I was like, Hey mama. And she was like, no, no, you're the mama. And I was like, no, no. You're the mama. That's You're right. the mama too. And it's it's just such a good thing to pause and say, you know, this is why language matters. This is why when we call women what God calls them, they do just step into it. They're born into it. They know that's who they are. So man, that's beautiful. Yeah. I think some people, we have to call it out of them. Yeah. Because they either weren't trained, they don't know how to step into it. And literally, just like you said, it's it's who we are. We're women and, and we're older than someone. We're further down the road than someone. Yeah. We've got more experience than someone. And so just, it's a, it's a natural progression, yeah. I would say. That's good. Talk for a minute about the similarities between mothering and pastoring. 
That's a great question or a great statement. I think that pastoring is caring for others, Mm -hmm. leading others, calling out, as my friend says, calling out the gold in others. And and mothering is the very same thing. I think there is a very fine line that distinguishes the two, but they run hand in hand. Yeah. I don't think you can pastor without mothering or fathering. Right. You, you just can't. Right. What, what are your thoughts? You know, if I'm being very vulnerable, I have never considered myself naturally good at either. Mm. I now can say with my mouth <laughs> that I believe that to be a lie from the enemy. Right. It's interesting. I've just captured it in the last few weeks. When I was growing up, kids did not flock to me. I did not like to babysit. Kids didn't like to be around me. My journey into motherhood was really kind of haphazard, and I, I was never the gal that sat home and thought, like, just can't wait to have those kids. And so God's yeah. shown me over time what an honor it is, what a privilege it is. I always have I've struggled to feel two steps behind, mm-hmm. um, you know, that I'm just keeping up. And the same with pastoring, the same with shepherding people. I've thought I'm really good at church when it comes to vision or strategy or even teaching, but pastoring is a lot harder. The idea of walking with people day in and day out. And just in the past few months, God has shown me and he's given me this phrase, bearing witness. Mm. And he's shown me how much of mothering is just bearing witness to him growing my kids. Yeah, And being there to witness it and being there to, to hold a mirror up and say, this is what's happening. This is what he's doing in you. I see it right now. And the same with pastoring, the same with the shepherding people to just walk with them and right. say, I'm not trying to get you from point A to point B. God is going to get you from point A to point B. Right. I just want to hold a mirror up and show you this is who you are as you go. Yeah. I, that's interesting because I've been in the same space as you've been a couple of times And actually, you were at our church last year or the year before. Mm -hmm. And as I was walking through the hallways, I heard several women talking about how much you've impacted their lives Mm -hmm. and how they wanted to meet you. They couldn't wait to see you. They couldn't wait to receive from you. And to me, that is nurturing. You've nurtured their lives. You've helped them grow. You've given them something to hold on to in terms of life. So it's interesting. I think it's interesting how we, and I'm going to say all of us, we walk this path that God has placed us in and we do it so well, but then we all seem to have this doubt that we have the capacity to do what we're already doing, to impact in ways where we're already impacting. And I believe that's a tool of the enemy to keep us from, and not not just you, this is, I think it's all of us. I think it's a tool that the enemy uses to keep us from walking fully in the gift that God has given us. Yeah. And and it's natural. Yeah. Yeah, man. What a good thing to to pause there and capture. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So much of spiritual mothering is believing who he's made us to be and not fighting what we're already doing. Yeah. Yeah. And and not all women feel like they're, they have that nurturing peace in their lives, yeah. but they're raising the most amazing kids you'll ever see. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's something there. Mm-hmm. That leads into my next question. This idea okay. that we can do the nurturing, we can do the shepherding, we can do the mothering because Christ in us has made us capable. Mm-hmm. 
So I've never talked about this on the podcast. I don't think I've ever really talked about it outside of maybe my own home. I am so interested and intrigued and and blessed by the language that I don't think is new, but that social media makes even sometimes more apparent in, in different circles or in different cultures. But the language concerning talking about God as mother mm-hmm. or letting allowing him to mother us. Yeah. Um, and I would love, you know, I so appreciate your wisdom and I'd love to just hear your thoughts on that, hear your perspective yeah. on that. So God is mother. He he is our mother. Everything that we are as women came from God. Mm. And so there's no way that he would be able to divorce himself from a characteristic that he's given us. And so I believe it's language that we don't use that yeah. it hasn't been very popular. Yeah. But he's he's our mother. He's our father. He's everything that we are that is good mm. is from God. Yeah. And everything that we do as women comes from God. And, you know, calling him mother, calling him father, personally, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about calling him mother because I assume that's who he is. Yeah. I assume that's who he is. And I I think it would be easy for us to take a lot of time talking about what that means and unpacking that and switching from calling him God, the father to God, our mother. And I don't think it's necessary because it's who he is. Yeah. It's who he is. Mm, That's good. It's interesting. Like, I think we all need certain pathways to want all of God. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. Some people come to God because they know he's a healer. And some people come to God because they're comfortable with him as a father. And some people think, like, I've, I've always needed a mother, you know? Um, and we yeah. utilize the pathways we need, but we get all of him, which is mm. the really good That's right. news. You know, we get the healer, we get the savior, we get the friend, we get the teacher, we get the pastor, we get the father, yeah. we get the mother, we get the wild, we get the holy. It's all good. Yes. Mm, I love that. I love yeah. that. And, you know, I have a friend, Haley Morgan, always talks about this idea of self-care and everybody being so excited about self-care. And she said, the way that feels most healthy for me to talk about it is to call it mothering yourself. And I think about so often when I'm doing healthy things, when I'm even doing healthy things with God and feeling spurred by the spirit to do those things as I'm letting him mother me, I'm letting him, you know, tuck me in an hour earlier, you know? Yeah. And that is, that's so helpful for me. Hmm. Well, is there anything you would want to say to these women, mothers, non-mothers, physical mothers, all spiritual mothers to encourage them, to spur them on before we go? Yeah. I would say to women that you're doing a great job Mm. and that you really have everything that you need to do what you're doing right now. And where we're lacking as women, as mothers, as leaders, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and direct. Mm -hmm. We have opportunity for community to get... um, the help that we need, I believe very firmly that we are all nurturing. Yeah. I think that it's difficult for some women to tap into that side of who they are because of things that may have happened to them in their past or even the way that they're built. But because we're women, and this sounds awfully simple, but because we're women and because we are who God created us to be as the feminine expression of his existence, Mm. 
we have the ability to mother. We have the ability to nurture. We have the ability to do everything that God has called us to be as women. And each of us do it differently. And there may be ways that seem to be correct on a global scale that looks like mothering. And a woman may not identify with that because of the way she's built. And it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, that's good. Cheryl, thank you so much for taking not only time to share your wisdom with us, but for doing it on Easter Monday. (laughs) And we are <laughs> Thank so you for having me. grateful. We are so grateful. I know that every woman who listens to this will feel mothered and will feel closer to yeah. God and will feel spurred on and encouraged to be who God made them to be and to do what they're already doing in the name of Jesus. Thank you for having me. Thank you, friend. Thank you.